Every week, two friends design a brand new tabletop RPG and then playtest it before your very ears. I'm Tom Snowden. And I'm Tom Rawson. Before we get into the design process, Tom, perhaps you could explain to our listeners what exactly a tabletop RPG is. Yes, I can do that. <laughs> uh, a tabletop RPG <laughs> is an RPG you play around a table with some friends. You all take on uh, a persona, a character in some ways. Normally you have one person... Uh, sort of narrating the story that you tell together and it's just a nice fun way to have a few drinks and tell some silly stories all together well sounds wonderful why, why are we all doing that that's a great idea Tom. <laughs> i mean hey i don't know about you but uh i'm sat at a desk like why don't we just naturally let this happen hmm. <laughs> yeah okay okay good <laughs> all right well this week i had an idea Tom, for a for a, a possible design brief, we could we could go with okay. And what I was thinking about was I was just playing some uh, some regular RPGs, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and one of my party ran into a, a trap that uh, disintegrated uh, their in, their entire set of equipment, aside from their magical items, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and what I was, their, but not their skin. Uh, well, I mean, it did. It did just part. Well, you know, in the in the abstraction of, of Dungeons and Dragons, they didn't actually drain all of their hit points. But the trap was designed in such a way as to uh, annihilate any metallic objects the person was carrying. So, so their friends like gaze into the pit, and just for a brief moment, there's just their naked friend with a couple of magical objects sort of swimming around, going ow 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 uh, ow ow ow. ow. Well, yeah. I mean, fortunately, fortunately, this was metallic objects only, and his underwear was was firmly in the non-metallic category. Ah, uh, okay. That, that's <laughs> but uh, um, but yes, uh, essentially, essentially that. And what and what what I wondered at that time was where is the insurance industry in uh, in. <laughs> in design in adventuring you know if i if i'm gonna lose all of my equipment what i really need is uh is insurance and then i got to thinking well who would sell me insurance and uh and i was like what i really need what my adventurers really need is unsolicited phone calls <laughs> that prompt them to buy insurance okay. so, so, so what i'd like to do this week in our design is to uh is to narrow down on the experience of that tally marketer in this <laughs> fantasy world <laughs> a telemarketing tabletop rpg absolutely that sounds a fantastic fantasy... within a fantasy setting that sounds absolutely brilliant perfect and the idea here is that we're gonna we're gonna contact adventurous sorts and attempt to sell them <laughs> insurance uh for their many misadventures okay that sounds like a brilliant idea well, I was thinking that maybe uh, a sort of good place to start would be, uh, I mean, so have you ever played the game, the uh, the computer game Papers, Please? Yes, I have played Papers, Please. That was a fantastic game. 
It was indeed, and in that game, you play a you play a border guard um, in this this highly bureaucratic, autocratic state, uh, and you have to sort of check papers of people attempting to cross the border and uh, either approve or uh, deny them uh, based upon what you can see in their in their credentials in their information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea is that you're kind of having to do this under duress to some extent. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you have to sort of feed your family. This isn't like a a, a job that you know any moral person really wants to have to do uh but you know nonetheless you are you are there uh, and you, you kind of have to do it to sort of allow your family to live and it's the game sort of play, tugs on your heartstrings a bit and just plays like a bit real world them. telemarketers <laughs> <laughs> well this is what i'm getting to yeah fundamentally telemarketing is a is an immoral act but those who who do it are uh, you know obviously <laughs> need, need employment as, as the rest of us. The number I of times say, I've had like phone calls for double glazing and I'm like, no, no, thank you. They're like, please, man, you got to help me. They've got the kids. <laughs> exactly. Like a dark exactly. overlord standing over their shoulder. It's what I assume every time Have I receive a call. the deluxe package. <laughs> it's just there's someone who's the deluxe package. sat under the table with a gun pointed at their sternum. <laughs> just... Sir, I really believe it would be in both our interests for you to please have been missold PPI. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and yeah, what I what I'm sort of hoping here is that we can convey that kind of uh, that kind of need to sell like a certain number of 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 this this insurance product in a in a certain amount of time, uh, so as to keep your you know uh, your life in the the slums of you know non-copyright infringing mm. ever winter uh, <laughs> <laughs> always spring welcome to always spring yeah exactly always spring uh, and so you know you can keep your family alive in the slums of always spring by by selling this insurance to uh to hapless adventurers um and so i kind of like to get a bit of a blend of the the sort of personal life and also the the sort of the content of things but but also the the sort of you know what i, what I really want to feel from this is the kind of the the joy of of getting to meet so many strange and wacky npcs oh yeah that's definitely gonna be easily the best part as well that makes me think as well if the idea is that your gm then is in some way playing the npcs i wonder if this even has to be a game that needs a gm like could you not potentially just have other players who take it in turns to sort of take up the role of one of these npcs and everyone gets to sort of play in the game at the same time yeah yeah i mean i could see that working that makes sense Okay, um, let, let, let's let's develop it along and see if that's something that we can fit in. Because I think it's always nice to look for places where everyone can all be involved and in sort of sharing in the storytelling an equal amount. Yeah. So would your notion there be that it'd be sort of a little bit competitive? That you'd sort of be a uh, like the the players would be trying to compete to get enough sales it, in the day, or I think. Hmm. So I had one I, when I you first sort of mentioned the idea. The first thing that came to mind is at the end of the day in other tabletop rpgs when you're trying to sell something or if you did really it just comes down to a roll of a dice right you uh roll a d20 and try and pass some kind of persuasion or coercion yeah. check in some sense so i think if it's something that's such a core mechanic uh it'd be fun to have something a bit different absolutely and i suppose what what selling really constitutes right a successful sale is sort of identifying what your customer requires in some way <laughs> Yeah, and I think have you? Yep, have you no, ever, I'm liking this. Have you ever played the game Mastermind? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Not 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 the, not the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been on the TV show Mastermind. No, Tom. Oh, it's a real uh, shame. Uh, there's so there's an old board game Mastermind. And it appears in like 
other ways sometimes. But the basic idea is it's two players and there are different coloured pegs. And each person at the start of the game secretly picks their own arrangement of four coloured pegs. So you can pick four okay. pegs of any of four colours, say. So then you have sort of four to the four possible combinations. And then it's about who can sort of work out their opponent's particular code and specific arrangement first. Okay. So, so it's like a, a more concentrated battleships or something almost. Yeah. So let's say um, that you had picked the arrangement red, blue, green, green. Yeah. Okay. I would then make a guess and say, oh, do you have red, green, blue, blue? Now, one of those four things I said was right. And you'd say like one correct. I don't know which one was correct, but I at least know that in that original mm. configuration, you sort of keep tally of what you've done. That is correct. And I thought in some way, like maybe you could weave that kind of dynamic in. Like maybe it said this code, perhaps that there is something secret to this person, right? This NPC, their secret um, requirement that you need to work out to successfully sell it to them. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what the thematic thing can be instead of those colours. Like, perhaps you need to work out exactly what kind of adventurer they are. So perhaps if you can, if you can discern that they are, um, like, a, a wizard who lives by himself in a tower, perhaps you can somehow, through this sort of mastermind guess game, work out that, or just through interacting with them, that, ah, perhaps with all your dangerous experiments, you might need life insurance for your apprentice. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing? Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah, I like that. Um... I don't really know how we decide on what those sort of that combination of things represents, though. If you know what I mean, I think it'd be really good if they. So, for example, if it was if it was like selling an item, you, you could have like you'd have to work out sort of the age of the item, the use of the item, or something. I don't really know how to sort of transfer that to like a, a service or an insurance. Yeah, maybe we could do it about sort of their uh, their upcoming adventure. So maybe we could have like you randomly generate a character that has a specific type of adventure. Maybe there could be like a, a kind of Mad Libsy type thing for your for your next adventure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like we have to fill in certain slots in the in a sentence about your adventure. Yeah. And then from that, um, you know, you have to guess to fill in the fill in those blanks, and then you can sell the right type of insurance for that adventure that's yes, upcoming. Yes, that's a good idea. Yes. Oh, I like that. So yeah, in some way the 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 bits of information we're trying to receive are certain facts about the adventure yeah and maybe maybe instead of sort of like just just guessing them maybe it's kind of the case that we can either end up having to guess them or like we have we have techniques or skills that help us get that yeah, information out of the them. other person yeah, yeah. that's true I, i'd like the conversing with the npc to form a part of that so perhaps perhaps there can be an element of sort of you make guesses at it and then you get from the npc you know how how close are you but i suppose you could do that mostly sort of within within roleplay still right so perhaps if you'll make us uh, um, if say the bits of information you need to work out are say length of the adventure um maybe like party size or maybe like the types of threats they will encounter a bit like physical or mental or something like that um and what else is a good one um, i think things like things that would be good would be like a like the boss creature will be a dragon or a Ah, or some kind yes, of behemoth. Yes. So is the information we're trying to guess solely the types of threats they will encounter? I think maybe it'd be good to get some personal information out of them as well. Like maybe yeah, the treasure yeah. the treasure they're trying oh, to uh, trying to retrieve. Yes, like their their motivation in some sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, especially because you also need insurance for the transporting whatever that treasure is back, right? Yeah, that's true, yes. 
Um, the, the threats you may encounter. Um, so me, and I guess just sort of like personal like characteristics as well. So I'm just I'm just jot, jotting down some ideas of sort of things that that pieces of information that you might need to work out. So far, I've got um, threat in some sense, or like variety of foes they might face, be it sort of undead or orcs type sort of thing. Uh, motivation. Can you work, can you work out what it is they're going for? That could be either to like retrieve something, uh, vengeance or discovery, maybe. Um, maybe party role, their role within the adventuring group. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think all these things are something that we could sort of roughly split into three or four options. I think maybe three would be good. And then maybe maybe the distance travelled in some way? Yeah, maybe. Or, well, yeah, I mean, let's yeah, let's sort of have a think about how many we want to include, I guess. But uh, yeah, that sounds those so far sound really good to me. Uh, and then, like... I, I was thinking one thing that would be good is like if your if your boss in the call center sort of gives you a list of names and maybe one clue for every person. Ooh, yes, okay. Uh, do you think that would be like one piece of information it already gives you? But then what's the point in even working it out? So what would the clue be? Do you think maybe it could just be some kind of social in some information about them on a personal level that you can use to like exploit their trust? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. <laughs> some secret some secret fact about them yeah yeah just to sort of stop them from putting down the phone like ah it's it's Jer- chief jerry of the black tooth <laughs> tribe i know i know fully well what you did last summer jerry he actually has to stain his teeth they're not at all naturally black <laughs> yeah that's a good idea <laughs> How do you know that? (laughs) Just stay on the phone, Jerry. Will uh... it's time to make an agreement here, Jerry. I like it. So maybe you ever been worried about being stabbed in the back, Jerry? Because boy, do I have the product for you. (laughs) That's so good. Okay, I definitely idea. So so perhaps you get a certain number of guesses each conversation. You're allowed like a certain number of guesses at that bits of information before you lock in, and perhaps to stop it being like a complete failure. Perhaps on your final guess you just get maybe more points or more gold or more something, depending on how many of them you got right. I think, I think, I was just thinking about it, I think what the idea should be, is because this is where you're sort of going a little bit there, is that is that actually what they want, the company wants us to get perfect information on the customers so we can sell them the most complicated form of insurance yes. that, that just about gets around the, the missale laws. Yeah, But yeah. by the same token, it's completely useless if they ever want to make a claim. Yeah. <laughs> just like real life. <laughs> This is definitely funny material. Isn't the world of insurance funny? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny how much money we spend on these useless products that uh, are no good in an actual emergency? And that we are also required by law to buy. <laughs> okay, uh, I think this is brilliant. So the guessing, is it simply that within within conversation, you sort of go, okay, someone says, now make your first guess. You go, so... Uh, Maybe... Hmm. I was thinking about the the kind of what as you sort of mentioned Mastermind. I was thinking a little bit about the battleships notion. And what if like your character, your uh, your opponent has a kind of uh, noughts and crosses, or for our American cousins, tic tac toe style <laughs> board, um, where they where they pre choose a certain like they can choose two points on the board, say uh, or three, um, where they can place no let's say two then there's two points on the board where they can place a place a a sort of block that they know of and you have to sort of roll say persuasion checks to move forwards in the in the tic-tac-toe board um and if you cross into their 
that no, this is too complicated. No, no, I think there's something that I like. I don't like this conversation is sort of this this cautious toying forward to try and reach a destination with some sort of yeah. un, unknown. You're testing the limits in somewhere. I get, I get what you're saying here. I think there's definitely something here. I'm That's what I like. It's yeah. like maybe maybe like sort of three rows or something where there's one is like icebreaker. Um, you know, like the next one might be uh, sort of uh, getting to know you, and then the third one's like question <laughs> or you know like uh, like. Uh, extract information okay, <laughs> and you want to get you yeah. want to get up to the third row i'm into that yeah to- so let's imagine yeah I'm, I'm drawing this in front of me we've got this sort of three by three grid in front of us and mm-hmm. we start on the side nearest us we want to reach the far side we want to successfully retrieve some information right yeah hmm okay so then is it a factor simply while conversing you sort of, like you say this getting to know you you sort of make your claim forwards you sort of put a position down uh, oh, then how to represent? It. It's like, tricky, isn't it? It is, it is tricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're circling around. You know, like those the little charity bins you tell at McDonald's, where you put a little two p coin in, and you'd let go yeah. and like spin around. That's that. We're spinning around the perfect, in, the perfect insurance role playing game, but we're just not like quite that, falling that kind in. Of one player racquetball post thing. That, oh yeah, that was, Swing was my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So lonely. There, there is something very. It was a fun game, but there is something very like melancholy, isn't there? About like just single player swing ball. Yep, <sighs> there really is. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry to remind you that, Tom. <laughs> I'm away now. That's it. I'm just in the the desert of my of my youth. In my there's this sort of young Tom. Like, I know. I'll create NPCs to play swing ball with. <laughs> It was, yeah, it's a lot less creepy now that I know about uh, role-playing games. <laughs> just, okay, yeah. perhaps perhaps you, you get one stab at sort of making a guess about... Each, uh, the issue is like, I don't want to remove the fun role-play part of it and like trying to get information solely through that, but then yeah. the difficulty is if it is competitive in some ways, some people who take it really competitively well, might just be like, I'm, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not giving any information out. Yeah. Which is why I think maybe, maybe it is good in some way to... Indeed, if you sort of pass a certain test, then the player is forced to sort of give the correct information in some way. But then, like, if you actually strip back what that is, that's just like a, a random, a random number generator, like kind of game with no, uh, with with like a kind of narrative layer on top of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no kind of position there's no fictional positioning element affecting your affecting your uh, your roles or the uh maybe even the three columns so if the three rows represent perhaps like some kind of uh aspect of information then the three yeah. columns could represent some kind of aspect of social interaction oh Oh, let's Big explore role play out. that yes and you could put in you could put in like blocks on say uh, maybe let's say that for the entire phone call, yeah, you have a set number of blocks as the NPC that you can use, mm-hmm. uh, and the most you can place on any row is two blocks. So you can make it that they that that they have to guess precisely the option you want uh, to to get past it. Yeah, or you can spend um, 
uh, zero blocks and what are you know it's basically a free row so whatever they choose it doesn't really matter yeah so this this is quite a complex scene already so let me let me let me recap where yeah, we're at I, I, so yeah, I, can, I, I, can, I need it even just for myself let alone the, the listeners I can, <laughs> I, can, I can do this I can explain Tom <laughs> trust me I've got this I'm not crazy it's a brilliant game each okay, player okay. must must construct a dial, spin this dial under the table to receive their own specific letter. Then, But it can only be spun on the third holiday of... <laughs> then by conferring fest. with the, the hardback codex we'll provide with the game, they yeah. receive the signature word. If both words are matching, then but they may progress But of course, they can the only bout. see the word through the crystal of clarification. They must then core a number of times equal to their truth points. <laughs> the truth point counters decreased by uh, by this abstract formula this simply solved integral for every single role of the- for every for, for every every lie die face on a five on the table the players must challenge the bout of no return well um, i'm glad we've got it nailed down i'm glad you understood what i was saying fantastic Perfect. Uh- perhaps you could <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I've okay. got this, Tom. Right. I've drawn the a game goes. I've, I've drawn a grid in front of myself. Okay, get ready because you're going to have to draw, let's say, four grids. Oh, okay. So the idea is for each NPC, they are going on an adventure. They they are an adventurer. You you generate these in advance. You have like you know a class uh, and some personality features that you write down mm-hmm. that you know you're you're going to role play. And the idea is that you phone them up and you have to get the Mad Libs of these four bits of information, yep. say, uh, about their adventure. And this could include, like, we're saying, like, um, uh, traps they may feature, they they may face, mm-hmm. uh, their primary role in the in the, the party. Yeah, their motivation. Um, the, yeah, their motivation or the treasure they're trying to retrieve. Yep. Uh, and then, I guess, like, the, the, the big bad, the, the main villain, yeah. I guess, like, what, the, what they're, they're sort of... Okay. character is and the idea is that for each one of these things for each one of these uh these these madlib entries you have to get uh the information uh about 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 what that is so you can either um like guess that information um but before you guess it you try and extricate it from them uh and and extricating it from them is is basically this this three by three grid yeah where the the rows, uh, you know, the going across yep. <laughs> represents. Yes, uh, I have heard of row. <laughs> represents represents <laughs> the, ro- infam- the, the rows. So I need to assemble a grid of fish eggs in front of myself. <laughs> Precisely, um, you need to assemble just a a drawn out grid ahead of yourself, um, and and the rows. Slow down like- there, egghead. Grid. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with it. Tom. I know what all these words mean. Right. So the. Um, the uh, the rows represent like maybe a snippet or a facet of information that you might that you might give okay um, on this on this this topic. Um, so you try and come up with uh, like three clues that by the end of it they should be able to to guess it. And the clues get progressively as you go forwards more and more significant. So the, the final one is just you just tell them what what it is right what it is they're getting yeah. Um, and the first one can obviously be fairly vague. The the uh, the columns represent some form of uh, of social interaction that you're uh, that that you're you're getting uh, you're you're sort of um, you're sort of using deploying on them. To sound. For example, there may be there may be uh, aggressive in there. Yeah, uh, like intimidation, be, coercion. Yeah, intimidation, coercion. There may be charming. 
Um, yeah, yeah I suppose, I suppose, seduction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that could be one part of charming, Tom. Not all charming is seduction. <laughs> uh, seduction every time. <laughs> okay. Char- I'm looking charming, forward to- I'm with you. How, does, how is charming different from coercion, though? Well, coercion is usually like you try and you try and play up the the fear of like their of their that they have about the situation um or or some kind of aspect of 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 personal upset that you know that, that they that they might um that they might have around around oh, this I aspect see. of it's, the, it's more like mental intimidation instead is what I think about like physical intimidation like tell yes, me yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, I'm not, you're not you're not smashing the the, the, the room up or anything. That with telemarketers like <laughs> So basically they they for each of those three columns they can place they can place blocks uh, yep. on any of those those columns for each of the three rows mm-hmm. uh, with a maximum of two blocks per row. So yep. they can't completely block any row. There always has to be one option that would work. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, they can they can make it essentially a one in three chance that you're going to get it right. Yeah. Um, and they the the NPCs start with a finite number of blocks uh, before they before they even um, there may be the 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 one piece of information you have like you can deploy uh, you know the one that your boss gives you like some piece of uh, uh, almost blackmailable material on yeah. this person um, that could be like used to be a sort of save once like you know it can, it can just it can just be an automatic success on one row yeah uh, so you can role play it out a little bit and then when it turns out you've got it wrong um, i think all that i might add i just worry it's a little long-winded for each introduction perhaps i wonder if it's that can i can i make a slight suggestion for a slight simplification mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good because i was going to anyway <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be an odd format of podcast if you could. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you agree with me? No, no. Now. We're, we're done here, Tom. It's time to head to table. Play the music. But I don't. <laughs> I said play the music. Okay, okay. Ima- imagine if you can a four by four grid. <laughs> you've you've lost me. Okay, okay. I, I appreciate that. So you've got. Yeah, this seems like. Pretty out of the box thinking here, Tom. <laughs> the box is three by three. <laughs> Bear with me here. Wait, maybe not four by four, but there's definitely a four in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. At, le- at least four rows and X columns. Okay. Now each four rows, instead, one of the four bits of information. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I reckon we do the same thing. Where first of all, we sort of plot it out. You you put down your configuration, and then. Yeah, then you begin the conversation. Again, you're working through essentially asking these four bits of information. Only the NPC person actually knows if they were correct or not. But the idea is the NPC has to be kind of like forthcoming, right? With it, like it's kind of obvious when they're sort of shooting it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I mean, kind of obvious when they're, yeah, and also two hours. Yeah. How does that sound? I think it's quite good. And that way, I think the idea I like is we'll work out the scoring, but then say you've got four people around a table playing it, you can each take it in turns to just go around. It's quite quick, so you can sort of come around to your mm. fun conversation at some point. You're all having fun, like, making up and acting out these funny characters. I think the other thing I like about that is that they... Um, what you mean about... What, what it means with the columns, right? So let's say we have three columns and four... Yeah. Four, uh, four rows. Yep. Is if instead of having the kind of, like, social levels of aggression and charming and all that stuff... Yep. We have four rows mm-hmm. and then have a number of columns upwards. And you put blocks on those those 
uh, sorry, on the yeah, on the on the rows upwards, uh, you put blocks that would say, you know, I can only get a certain amount of information out of you. So like you've blocked it in such a way as it's impossible to ever know that the the villain is a dragon, but I can know that you know the creature has a scaly hide, for example. Ah, okay. I get what you're saying now, because originally um, I had in mind that each of these four bits of information could only be one of, say, three things, basically. So, a th- like, party role could only ever be tank, mage, or support or something. Um, mm. Motivation could only ever be, like, quest, revenge, or knowledge, or something. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that perhaps it can be very a lot more granular. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think it should be infinite, but I think I think that we should go more than that. Yeah, the only issue I find there is, essentially, if you have so many things there, you take out kind of like the, oh, fun guest stuff, and instead it's kind of, I mean, you're just having a conversation and getting information, right? Like, I feel there's less game in there. Let's, let, let's, just, roll, let's just roll this back. Let me, let, let me just summarise my idea again. I want you to draw, Tom, in front of you, a grid of, okay. of four rows... And three okay. columns. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. <gasps> yeah, it's there. Exactly. It's beautiful, Tom. Now here's what's hap- Here's what's going to happen. I'm. I've got the same grid, and I'm secretly going to. I reckon put a block on. Yeah, maybe on each row. Perhaps. Perhaps I'm allowed four blocks, but obviously I can never completely block a row. Uh, we need. We need to work out the balance. We'll work out the balancing later. Let's just make a game first of all. So is your notion that I'm trying to get from left to right? No, from bottom from to top. Bottom to top. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep, so let's just say for now, we can talk about balance later. Let's just say I've secretly put a block, one block on each row, yeah? Okay. Now, okay. I, you as the player then sort of draw out your guesses across that, your sort of points on the grid, as it were. Yeah. Yeah? Now, basically then, uh, we begin the conversation, and if you're not on one of my blocks... You're allowed sort of through conversations of uh, make a guess and I'll tell you if you're right or not. Now, if there's only three options, that means you've got a whatever you do, right? You're going to get you're either going to get it confirmation that you're right or you'll then get it down to a 50 50 chance. I've got it. Let's play this out. Let, let me give you my idea through playing it. Right. Four rows, okay. three columns. Okay. I will be your NPC and I am putting one block in in one space for each row. So each row has a block somewhere secretly in it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, you are now going to also pick one in each row. So from bottom to top, Tom, can you tell me if you are going left, middle, or right? Okay, uh, okay, left, middle, right, middle. Left, middle, right, middle. Okay, now I know, see, whether you're in blocks or not, we then begin the conversation, and, and basically at your, at your own pace, whatever, uh, whatever's funny and enjoyable, you then work your way up from bottom to top through in your conversation. You're asking them about what their role in the party is. You're asking about, oh, what they're up to in their quest. And during that conversation, you're allowed to like sort of actively ask me in, in some you know, way of your choosing, like, ah, so uh, you, sound, you sound like a very strong man there, sir. I imagine you, you know, your, your party finds you very helpful <laughs> to be at the front of the fight, uh, taking a lot of, a lot of damage there. And um, if I've blocked you, if you've landed on somewhere I've blocked, I'll be like, uh, so that's none of your business. I don't give you any information at all. You're completely right. in the dark, no info. If you're not on one of my blocks, I'll basically say yes or no whether you're correct. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We then move on to the next one. So. Okay. And so basically, for their for their NPCs, we add up how many uh, sort of successes they had overall, and then the person with the most 
you know, correct guesses for NPCs um, wins the end. That's the idea, yeah, right? Yeah, so I reckon exactly. So for every one you got correct, you get 100 gold, say, per contract. Well, oh, all that's left in is that like, case, I think we just need to... Well, I know you're so keen to say it, but we just <laughs> need to properly pick our four bits of information, right? And right. I, and there should be, I think, only three options for each one. Okay, okay, yeah? okay. So I think rolling party makes sense. Yeah, and I think that can be either tank, support, or then what, like healer? I think those are... I think maybe those are a little bit. Um, I think those. I think those make sense, but maybe they're a little bit technical. Maybe we could sort of make them a little oh, bit more um, accessible, a little bit more and, yeah. narratively cool and interesting. That's true. So, like uh, maybe muscle guy, uh, caster, and uh, heel friend. Well, maybe it's just brains, brawn, and yes, yeah? brains, brawn. Are you the brains? Are you the brawn? Or are or you faith? Or something? Uh, or the, faith. Um, I feel like some, some kind of support thing is all that's not really covered by that, if you know what I mean. Someone who actively helps their party. And it would be great if it that word began with B for the alliteration of it. Brains, brains brawn, brawn, and... Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're my buddy, guy. I really like buddy. Yeah? I think I do. Brains, brawn, it's a or bit buddy. of an odd one. <laughs> yes, I'm the buddy uh, of the party. I don't really do much, really, but <laughs> I'm kind of fun. They keep me around. Okay, brains, brawn, and buddy. Okay, I okay. think that's brilliant. Uh, I think motivation for quests is a good one. I really like that one. Okay, yeah, motivation. I think um, revenge is a good one. Yeah, so maybe revenge, riches. Oh, I love all this alliteration. Revenge, riches. Why else would you go on a quest? Um, righteousness oh yes Tom <laughs> that's so good I think there should be threat in something sometimes what is they're up against and that could be like physical fighting traps or cunning or something I don't know if you know what I mean I think something like I think something like a like dungeon and nemesis might make sense as the final two yeah I like that actually that's really good okay so how can we how can we separate out the dun- dungeons into three. Um, okay, maybe it's something like a, an environmentally like a problem. Yeah. Like it's filled with lava or ice or something. Yeah. It's it's tricky, like because you know someone's made it, uh, you know, filled it with traps yeah. or 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 you know purposefully made it impossible to access. And then the third one that I'm struggling with. It should be just, is, it should be just brute force. Right? It should be like mass in numbers. Yeah, like yeah, like okay, a, so like how a, about a layer, a horde, a warren, terrain, like that. traps, uh, tussles. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I like that. Uh, I, I feel like we can do better than tussles. Tussles sounds also, like way too, way too like ah, come here. How about so? How about treacherous, tricky, and troops? Because that's like a yes, lot of tre- that's real so good. good. Now for nemesis, I think yeah. rival. Uh, well, I've kind of run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think I think there's like either um What's the classics? Like, yeah, what's So there's there's big strong, isn't there? There's there's the version of like an enemy that's is like a calamity, like one that just emerged yeah. from the ground and caused horror. So like, you know, a dragon or a tarasque or something yeah. that's just demolishes everything. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Calamity a competitor? Yeah, but you're trying to they're trying to beat someone to it, or or that could also be like a rival in some sense. 
uh, Calamity, Competitor, and then... I think you want something for, like, something political or, like, a plotter or yeah, something that's cunning. Yeah. But, but you know, cunning doesn't quite work, I don't think. No, it'd be good if... Maybe a conspirator? Yes. Yes. I thought Calamity, that by myself competitor, and conspirator. didn't just Google plotter synonym. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Google is the third and probably most useful cast member of Head to Table. So. This is so good. To, like, I actually think, like, no jokes. Like, we've got a really fun little game here. As a final summary before we play it, the idea is uh, players take it in turns to be the insurance salesman for an NPC that's about to head off on a quest and some other player will take role that NPC. There are four bits mm. of information to guess. Their role within the party, their motivation for the quest, the type of dungeon or location they're entering, and the nature of the, of the nemesis. You need, yeah. Now you get 100 points or gold pieces for successfully getting each piece of information correct. Uh, the way you do that is before you start acting out the conversation, you have a uh, four by four rows by three grid, and the NPC secretly uh, puts a block or a cross, if you will, uh, one point on each of three columns in each row. Then at the same time, uh, the character who's going to be you know playing the insurance salesman is going to similarly put their own guess for a spot on each row. And then the NPC is aware of where those line up. I suppose they don't have to be just the NPCs aware, but it doesn't really matter. Then the conversation begins. If you're not being blocked by the NPC in your arrangement, then you get to make a guess at what that piece of information is and find out if that guess is right or not. Absolutely. Tom, I, I'm no jokes. I think this is a really fun game, and I'm so excited to now... Can I say it? I will let you say Yay. it this time, Tom. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right, Tom. Let's <laughs> head to table. <laughs> oh, Cue the music. Oh, 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 oh no. Okay, everyone, and welcome back to Head to Table and the uh, eponymous table <laughs> where we shall now play um, our new excellent telemarketing um, role-playing game whose name shall remain for now uh oh yeah we don't undecided. have a name yeah we will sort that out after play i'm too keen to play <laughs> okay 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 so i guess the sort of scene is that the both of us are telemarketers in this in this vast warehouse no natural light just the uh the sort of grim light spell cast by clerics on every single um, <laughs> uh, nice on every nearby sconce <laughs> one of them the one near both of our cubicles is uh, is flickering but i guess we do need like a uh, yeah stones of far speech or something yeah magical tablets that allow us to communicate with people yeah, with telepathically just random maybe yeah oh god can you imagine if you <laughs> oh, got god, yeah. unsolicited <laughs> telemarketing in your brain <laughs> hello Ah, what's happening who is this where are you who is this relax this is the voice from beyond and i can save you money on your car insurance (laughs) calm down and consider these great offers no no get out of my head if you're happy with this tom i will start with a with an npc so Mm -hmm. you are handed uh by your boss uh a dossier uh, burly figure yeah a dossier but but the first npc that you see on top of your dossier 
uh, is a picture of a halfling, a male halfling, and it's uh, it says Holfo Ming, and uh, you've got one piece, as we sort of uh, alluded to earlier, of, uh, of secret information on this person, um, and this fellow secretly worships the god of murder. Oh gosh. Yeah, not great, right? Uh, <laughs> but you know, you have that information. <laughs> He's a perfectly upstanding citizen. Of murder of so like, I've heard it. Like, I can imagine, like, okay, gods of like ruin or gods of like madness, but like a god of just straight up murder. It's like I don't even yep. care why. I don't care what you're trying <laughs> to achieve. Just go killing folks. He was. He just. It started off with a love of CSI. and <laughs> moved on to enjoying like watching Dexter. Also, it's, Before it's not necessarily it, a god of like committing murders, but just like a fascination. <laughs> Before he knew it, he was watching Hannibal, and now he's he's gone to the winds. His his moral compass is skewed. Oh, I love what a great god. I, I want to I want to call this god later on. But okay, Holfo Ming, who secretly worships the god of murder. Do, 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 do. Boop, boop. Uh, hello, who's this? Uh, hello, is that Holfo Ming? Uh, it is. Who's Hol this? Foaming. Thank you so much for, uh, for for taking the time to talk. Uh, this is... Uh, I, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> Wait, I haven't established my character. Uh, can you please hold Hol Foaming? What is my name? My name is Jonas Mann. Jonas Mann. I'm Jonas Mann, and the company we work for is... Heroic Endeavors Limited. Hello there, Holfo Ming. You still there? Mm, that that music has has calmed me immensely. Oh, apologies, Holfo. I enjoyed that a lot. What what was that? Where, where can I buy uh, that? I, I, I can give you the number of someone in um, in HR. I I don't know. I've never worked in an office before. You can probably tell. Let me. Get, so, that that would be wonderful. <laughs> so, sorry for the delay there, Holfo Ming. I was having a slight identity crisis. Allow me to confirm that I am indeed uh, Jonas Mann here from Heroic Endeavors Limited. Well, that was wonderful music you have, Jonas. Thank. Oh, you. you're quite welcome. Uh, I'm calling you today with Rachel. I, I've got you in our database here as having recently been on a few quests. And I was wondering if I could talk to you about some of your upcoming endeavours. That's right. That's right. I, I'm, I'm a quest man and an adventurer. Oh, glad to hear it, Holfo Ming. Well, I just have a, a few things to talk about. Uh, right. And now I should probably make my four guesses, right? Yeah. We, we glide over to the, to the grid. The grid of guessing. Okay. My guesses, Tom, from bottom to top are... Okay. So let me get this right. It's four rows. Uh-huh. Three columns, columns. yeah. Yep. And from okay. bottom to and top, got... each one is sort of trying to work out a bit of information. Yeah, yeah. And I have those. I have those already pre-assigned. And my thing is is done. So now I've got a nice grid where I can carefully place your guesses mm. upon it. Yeah, have you got your blocks in first? I don't want you cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I have my blocks in. They're way in. Accuse me of cheating. Puck, who do you think I am? <laughs> okay. My guesses are... Left, left, middle, left. <laughs> they didn't see that coming, did you? It's funny you should say that. All right. <laughs> Are you ready to resume this conversation? Okay. 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 So just to, just to remind our, our folks at home, the, the idea here is that there's four bits of information in order that, uh, that uh, Jonas will attempt to extricate from me our, uh, our role in party the particular type of dungeon he's heading to, mm-hmm. his motivation for heading to that dungeon, and the nemesis he will face in that dungeon. Exactly. Okay, here we go. And, uh, Holfer Ming, how are you today, may I ask? 
Oh, wonderful after that music. Oh, I'm glad to say I can tell you're clearly a, a connoisseur of fine, fine music. Uh, I imagine an individual as yourself is certainly the, uh, the intellectual sort, aren't you? Quite, quite the brainy individual, I would imagine. <laughs> so now, like, if I'm not, Shall being, I declare blo- if I'm you not are- being blocked by you, you basically confirm or deny in character my attempt for knowledge. And if you, you are being blocked, you're just like... Uh, it's none of my business what I'm like. I'm like, okay, I've clearly been blocked. Moving on. Okay, it's like, it's like no, 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 no. I, I leave that to Magnus. Ah, <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, 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 th- that makes sense. Uh, damn it. Okay, so I'm there like, oh, God damn it. Like, the boss is looming over my shoulder. I'm like, all right, got <laughs> to pull it together here. Okay. Well, um, obviously an individual as yourself, uh, a, a busy man, no doubt. Uh, Whereabouts do you live, by the way, uh, Holferming? Where, where do you call home? Oh, I live in I live in, uh, I live in uh, Sea Shallow. Uh, it, it, Sh- shallow Lake. It's in, in Shallow Lake. You you live in a lake? Uh, no, no. It's just named that on account of the the shallow lake that neighbours the city. Oh, that that is a far more sensible <laughs> sense. <laughs> that does make more sense to me, actually. Well. Uh, I imagine uh, living somewhere where you are, there's, uh, there's probably not much in way of uh, difficult terrain nearby, so I imagine that wherever you're heading off soon uh, is probably met with formidable uh, physical opponents, with those that would attempt to best you at every corner in uh, physical combat. Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that. You're, you're correct. Oh, I, yes. I met into a place where there, there is a great many gnolls. Gnolls. They, uh, oh, oh, yeah. sca- oh they, better you than me, hull-foaming. Uh, uh, <laughs> they, they stole my hair. They stole you? What? They stole all of my hair. Your hair. You wouldn't even think they, they need it anymore, the, the, the hirsute bastards. Oh, my But, but there they are. They, they stole my beautiful, beautiful hair, and it's, it's not grown back yet. Can I just ask how a, a band of gnolls came... How did you come to find yourself in such a position where a band of gnolls was able to shave you and then flee the scene? A, a whole party of gnolls swam <laughs> under the shallow lake into, oh, into my beautiful lakeside abode. <laughs> And stole my hair. That's outrageous. So uh, I suppose you'd probably say then that um, you're actually on a mission of revenge here, aren't you, I suppose? Is, is, uh, are these nulls who you're after next? I'm afraid I can't tell you anything about oh, that. Uh, I'm okay. not telling you a damn thing. That, oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to get so personal. Like, it was just seemed after you were telling me such incredibly personal information it was natural to then extend that further but when I, can i listen to that music again I'll, I'll put i'll put it back on as soon as i just have a couple more um points of information to ask you um the, your the, your uh, your upcoming quest um your reason for which obviously i, I won't uh, come t- too far into but i suppose um this is probably a a gr- here to best a, uh, a a great danger, a great calamity of kinds that faces the nearby uh, city of Shallow Lake that you hold so dear. Am I correct, Holfoming? Sorry if that's too tender for you. I'm, I'm afraid I'm not telling you anything more. Oh, I, I just want to listen to that music. That That's now, quite fair, Holfoming. Well, thank you so much for your time. Now, remember, Tom, you do have secret information on him that you can exploit. Oh, for yeah, I forgot all about that. Should I'm like, you wish. Hofo Ming, I will remind you that um, let's just say we have a common friend who uh, might like you to let me in on a bit of info. Oh, really? I I don't know anyone that works in a a call centre. Let's just say I'm a big fan of CSI Shallow Lake. 
if you oh. catch my drift, wink, wink. <laughs> it's impressive that you enunciated those yeah, winks. But do we have an understanding here, whole foaming? We've, we've reached, we've reached an accord, and indeed, sir. I, 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 perhaps I can. Well, you, you were right. It's, it's a, it's a. It's a calamity, all right. They're, they're trying to summon some kind of head <laughs> that's going to consume the, the hair of Suddenly all the story all comes who... together, whole foaming. I understand your noble endeavor. My God, whole foaming. I mean, really, really, I'm just going on the quest because of, uh, you know, our, our mutual acquaintance. Exactly, and, uh, yes. Uh, I, oh, I, I love understand. Of, uh, <laughs> you know, you know how it oh, is. It's, it seems ooh. perfectly socially acceptable to murder gnarls but but not so everybody likes it with the elves yeah. do they <laughs> i agree you have touched on a very deep and concerning issue in our world that we live one that we have no hope to possibly i'm looking at the clock here i'm like oh god i've got to make five <laughs> more sales uh, before lunch and i'm like hal foaming it's been an absolute pleasure how great luck on getting back that hair and with the hair demon thing all the best uh i'll hit you up over in shallow lake that'd be great Ah, pleasure speaking to you, Jonas. Pleasure speaking with you, Hull Fleming. Take care now. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 <coughs> okay, Tom, here are my guesses for four bits of information. So, I did manage to conclude through my investigations that Hull Fleming is not the brains of this operation, but he I'm going to say he's probably a buddy is my first Incorrect, guess. Incorrect, Tom. Ah, he is sugar. muscle. Damn it. Brawn, you mean? We have to keep the alliteration going. Yeah, well, Brawn. That's okay, because I know that he's facing many troops. You do? You got and that? And I reckon from the narrative I've worked out here, he's on a quest of revenge. He wants revenge against those gnolls that stole his hair. You are correct. Nice, and it was confirmed this is in fact a calamity. It is, indeed. They are summoning a hair-consuming demon. Nice. Those gnolls. So I got three points, 300 gold pieces, my incredibly successful <clears throat> sale. Yep. What I learned through mm. that first one as well, Tom, is I reckon in the narrative here, it's not that we're trying to sell the insurance... Pardon me, I just burped on, on, on microphone. <laughs> it's not that we're trying to sell them the insurance, but, like, they've already, they've already like, put in an ask to take up the insurance, and I'm here to, like, weasel out a bit of information so I can sort of, you know, make their policy as, like, help um, beneficial for us as possible, you know? I okay, that's okay. Yeah, I like, I like that's, like, revision, because, yeah, it makes... It makes a, a bit more sense, yeah, yeah. I think. Okay, let's spin it around now, Tom. So now I'm going to take the role of an NPC for you. Uh, Wonderful. We're going to come over to... What, what's what's your, your character's name in, the, in this call centre who works just the cubicle next to Jonas in Heroic Endeavours Limited? Okay. My name is... Arvin the Magnificent. Arvin the Magnificent. Arvin the Magnificent, I am also a- works at a call centre. I'm a failed wizard. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, no. I, uh, I, I wanted to be an adventurer myself. Yeah. Um, I only learned one first level spell and it was comprehend languages. <laughs> and I failed to master any other spell in my oh, entire time. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, and I'm jaded and bitter. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I will. That's marvellous. Okay, well, a dossier plops on your desk uh, for an individual uh, by the name of Barknose. Barknose. Who uh, has a a weakness, shall we say, for carnal pleasures. Bring, 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 bring. Hello? Uh, Hello there. Uh, uh, 
Is this Mr. Nose, perchance? Bark Nose, some call me in common tongue. <laughs> Who am I speaking to? It's a, it's a pleasure to speak with you, Mr. Barknose, uh, in, in the common tongue. Uh, you are speaking to, uh, you're speaking to Arvin the Magnificent. Uh, I'm here with Heroic Endeavours Limited. Arvin. Uh, I believe you... I, I've heard tale of an Arvin. Arvin the Magnificent, perchance. That's uh, that's what they they call me often, often not entirely politely, when but, but that's I was what they. Just a sapling. I heard tales, funny tales of the most ridiculous wizard. <laughs> Alvin's Alvin's grinding his teeth. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> many stories of his inaptitude uh-huh. reached me. Uh-huh. Um, how may I help you, Arvin? Well, um, yeah, he's sort of like, he's sort of like, he's sort of rubbing his temples, his mind is like, you, you gotta keep this together, Arvin. Come on, Don't come on. Don't let you cry. <laughs> yeah, never let them hear you cry. That's what Mum always said. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he's like, um... He's like, well, I, I, I'm here just to talk a little bit about your uh, your policy with uh, heroic endeavors. Uh, uh, I see that perhaps you're uh, you're planning a uh, uh, an upcoming expedition. We're we're just looking Indeed. to uh, soon. Barknose shall be on the move once more. Okay, well, Tom, I will tell you my guesses. Okay, and these ones are incredibly simple, based upon the the the, the, the idea that. The random chance dictates that I should be right, no, you know, a fairly even numbers of times. So I've gone middle all the way down. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Very well. Have I been blocked at every, every you turn? You will soon find out. Oh, God. Um, okay, Mr. Barknos. Well, first, um, it sounds like you're... Um, you know, it sounds like you're a you're a you're a stoic fellow. Uh, like you've seen a a lot in your time. Um, you really sound like you you would be a, 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 an addition, a brains to to any any squad or, or group that would would hope to recruit you. Yes. Uh, wait, I need you to say that last bit again. I was distracted by a squirrel upon my shoulder. Out of character, I, I forgot to listen to your suggestion, Tom. <laughs> I was too wept up in the story, uh, swept up even. I forgot to listen to the actual guest. Can you say it again? Uh, well, well, my uh, forest dwelling friend, uh, it sounds like through your through your uh, yeah, you know your your intense wisdom, brains, or, got or it. seeing of the ages, that perhaps you are uh, you would be the brains of any any operation that you you sought to travel with. Mm. You are correct. Perhaps you are wiser <sighs> than the stories give you credit, Arvin. <laughs> Indeed, I am the wisest of my party. That's uh, that's truly a, a wonderful, a wonderful thing to hear. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that a that a that a, a person like you wouldn't wouldn't undertake a a, a quest for. For, for petty matters such as such as revenge, I think uh, more likely someone someone of your wisdom and uh, and and insight would be would be questing out of a sense of of 
righteousness. Perhaps in the past I have, but no. This uh, this undertaking has a far different objective. I see, I see, I see. Um, well, I uh, you can see like beads of sweat are forming <laughs> on Alvin's forehead, <laughs> and this place uh, he like shakes his head. He's like, "Keep it together, keep it together." You were magnificent. <laughs> You're magnificent still. <laughs> Don't listen to this, this barky got, old bastard. Has he got that on like a motivational poster in his cubicle? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Magnificence comes magnificent in many forms. <laughs> magnificent again. <laughs> um, okay, I, uh, I I nod. I'm like to keep a note. Like start crossing things out furiously. I'm like uh, I'm like fascinating, fascinating. Well, it's a. Uh, it's always really interesting to hear of these uh, these these transitions in an adventurer's uh, in an adventurer's life, but uh, it's interesting to sort of think about you know the 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 dangerous threats you may uh, you may face in uh, in this this undertaking. There are many threats in this world, young wizard. But I think perhaps uh, to one who dwells in the forest and has witnessed its its destruction at the hands of those who build mechanical monstrosities, perhaps you are, are facing a uh, a foe that has has built some kind of tricky defenses, some form of mechanized structure to hold you back. Mm, alas, no. I once attempted in my youth to quest into such a location, but. I could not fit in the door. No, my quest faces <laughs> far different threats, unfortunately, young wizard. I temporarily sort of mute myself on the thing and start like <laughs> slamming my fist on the table. I'm like, get it together, Arvin! Uh, and I, uh, I unmute myself and I'm like, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, doors can be tricky. Um, well, it, it seems like I... I that um, reminds I'm, me of the time when Arvin cast a spell of grease upon his own <laughs> palms and could not leave his bedroom. Oh, 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 oh. I laughed for yeah. an age. <sighs> I mean, greased, greased palms, you know, don't say anything, Arvin, just... <laughs> um... All right. Well, it it seems like I I'm, you I've mostly got it wrong. Fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, con- conspirator, are you facing a conspirator? Is that you? That your nemesis, pal? I'm feeling feel a lot of stress right now. Just just tell me it's a conspirator. Well, of course please. it is. Uh, oh, we oh, thank <laughs> God. We must defeat the. Villainous Duke Fogbo. His dealings within the local town have caused much strife. Fogbo, you say? (laughs) Well, that's a. Duke Fogbo. Um, I could tell you many things that he has done to the people and many further details of our quest, but alas, I am weary. My my eyes kind of glance back down at my notes and kind of wide widen openly and it's like um you know it's uh it's uh funny you uh you mentioned the uh the uh the uh, the, the greased palms incident uh, <laughs> I uh I um 
you know, I, I, uh, I've been known to have a, a you know, some, some interest in, uh, in, in pleasures of the, of the, of the, of the flesh. I, oh, yeah, I'm sort of like, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're made of bark. I, I'm not judging you, but clearly you're judging me. But I know that, uh, I know that you, uh, Is it such you a the crime for a tree to wish his moss tickled? <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe I scratch your bark. You tell me what your motivation is, huh? <laughs> you tree fuck. <laughs> this conversation has become most peculiar. But perhaps if you were to come to the deep woods and help me in the hard-to-reach crannies of my wooden bark, I could give you some of the gold we shall be accruing in the next few days. Riches, riches, got it. I'm not coming anywhere near you, you freak. Now goodbye. I sl- <laughs> I slam down the receiver, um, and I write on the form, like, uh, what I have mm-hmm. is... Uh, is brains riches correct uh and then i'm like i'm like staring at the uh at the uh at the dungeon bit and i'm like i guess it's a duke so uh troops um and then i and then i and then i put in a conspirator as the final one you've got three out of four of those tom Three out of Three four. Three out of four. Congratulations. It, but it was not troops, however. He had hidden the gold in a swamp. Oh, it was treacherous. treacherous instead. Well, Tom, we've hit the hour, but uh, I think we we'll have to end the game there on a draw at three all. I don't know about you, I really like the game we've made. I think it's fun. See, I can imagine it's just a great one to sort of crack out and have a little laugh, a little jokey roleplay with some friends over, over a few drinks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a great I game. enjoyed it. Tom, before we wrap up the episode, is there anything that you'd think of like, oh, while playing, oh, this would make a good amendment to the game in some way um a name a name for the game might make a good amendment oh yeah so i can tell all my friends about it maybe just heroic endeavors limited maybe just the name of the 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 insurance company right yep yep i think i like heroic endeavors limited i think it's fantastic um, I think while I was playing, I was thinking I wasn't. I felt sometimes a bit funny about there was a bit of a clash in our. I liked all the categories except for the villains slightly, the, the nemesis in some way. I felt like mm. calamity was clear, but sometimes the competitor and um, uh, I forgot even forgotten what the other one was called. Uh, conspirator. conspirator. Sometimes I was like, oh, I feel like that could be defined a little bit better. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because the competitor might well be doing it conspiratorially. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I think like the roleplay drives, it was just enough of a mechanic there to sort of carry it through. Yep. Nope. I thought it was superb, Tom. Another superb addition to the Head to Table library. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, this has been Head to Table. I'm Tom Rawson. And I'm Tom Snowden. And we hope you enjoy maybe playing Heroic Endeavours Limited. But until then, uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.
Oh, such fun. Thank you so much to the band Call Me Malcolm for the use of their music for our intro and outro. If you want updates to know when new episodes are, we've got a Facebook page now and a Twitter page. That's Head to Table or at Head to Table. If you like what you heard, then hey, give us a, a review on iTunes. That'd be great. I'll show some friends. Until then, thank you very much and see you again next week. <laughs>